ticking, ticking, ticking away the seconds of your life with minuscule tasks that simply absorb time away into thin air. Hello, and welcome back, fellow optimizers. You're now listening to the Mindset Medicine Podcast, episode number 15, how to take control of your time, losing, lost, and missed time myths revealed. In the last episode, also on time, we discussed time challenge success tips, where I reviewed how a difficult relationship with time can manifest in so many ways. And when it's negative, it can be extremely detrimental to one's mental and physical wellness. In other words, how you feel. This type of relationship, it can lead to anxiety, overwhelm, because there's just too many overwhelming demands placed upon a limited time. Being a slave to time means that you're likely controlled by the clock and you're always being rushed or feeling behind in your obligations. It also means that you not have enough time to do the things you really want or need, like resting and spending quality time with your friends and family. This is often associated as a result with stress, overwhelm, because there's just too many demands on ourselves. This episode is about time perception and time priority and all the myths concerning what most people's relationship with time is. So you know how it feels like when you're always running out of time, always feeling rushed, or like you just can't get everything done. We've all been there. It's like you are a slave to the ticking clock and you just wish there were more hours in a day. I call this state being timed out because time is a perplexing concept that often leaves us feeling like we're at its mercy. But fear not, my friends, because there's hope. Let's debunk some of the top myths about time perception, shall we? First off, did you know that time doesn't actually fly when you're having fun? Sorry to burst your bubble, but time ticks away at the same pace whether you are having a blast or banging your head against the wall. And no, multitasking will not make you an efficient time master either. In fact, if you can do quite the opposite and... Don't even get me started on the idea that you can save time. Time is not a commodity that we can stack like a pantry full of goods. So here's the good news. You really aren't a slave to time. Embrace it, work with it, and you'll find yourself with more of it than you ever thought possible. But my fellow optimizers, here's the problem. Do you sometimes feel like time is slipping away from you and there's nothing you can do to stop it? Well, you're not alone. It's because we frequently misunderstand the nature of time, believing we can create time that's a finite resource when in fact it just isn't. We often think of time as something that needs to be managed. Well, I could go on and on. There's a whole bunch of misconceptions when it comes to time. And these misconceptions can leave us feeling overwhelmed, cause us to freeze up in our tracks. Well, in the long run, makes us feel unable to accomplish our tasks. We might constantly find ourselves working against time, struggling to keep up with time's demands, trying desperately to make more time in our lives for the activities we want to do. And yet we can still never feel like we get ahead. Here's the solution, ladies and gentlemen. Instead of against fighting against time, what if we shifted our mindsets and explored how we work with time instead? I'll say that again. 
What if we shifted our mindsets and explored how we work with time instead? There are multiple strategies that's going to help us make the most of our days. The never-ending time management programs, courses, oh, PDFs, it just goes forever and ever. But these strategies will help us make most of the days without having to sacrifice sleep and family time. In this podcast episode, I will discuss simple tips and tricks on how you can gain control over your day to day and create space for yourself in a seemingly busy life. Because let's face it, we are all busy, 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 busyness, busy, busy, busy as a bee, never ending till our head hits the pillow. But before we learn strategies to conquer time, I feel it's really important to bust a few myths about time with a capital M, myth. There are several time management mindset myths that really need to be busted, such as the idea of not even having enough time or always being on the clock. And to combat these myths and perceptions of time for yourself, you will need a new mindset perception approach. You're going to need that new approach in order to learn how to be focused on time, prioritization, and action-taking goals rather than time management. In this podcast episode about time misperceptions, I'm going to discuss the importance of debunking these myths, and I will also give you a call to action in the end where you can download a free PDF to start implementing these strategies for a more action-oriented, productive, and fulfilling life while gaining control of the never-ending distractions. (sighs) As you're probably already aware, Time is a precious commodity, and it feels like there's never enough of it to go around. But to make matters worse, so much time in our lives is wasted on trivial tasks or things that don't really bring about the results we really want in life. You might even feel like your day-to-day routine is bound by a metaphorical time clock ticking, ticking, ticking away the seconds of your life with minuscule tasks that simply absorb time away into thin air. Well, my friends, join the club of many professionals. According to an insightful article by Jacqueline Ho, information about this article posted below in the show notes, there are eight misconceptions of time that can really hinder our productivity and prevent us from living our best lives. From the common belief that time is money to the idea of multitasking, these myths are a disservice to us all. Did you know that studies show that multitasking really does reduce productivity by 40%? That's a significant loss of time we just can't afford. We will never get that time back. It's time to reassess how we think about and use our time and to become more productive, satisfied, and ultimately happier in our careers and our lives. So let's talk about the misconceptions, shall we? Misconception number one, all time is equal. Hey there, let's get real. Time is not created equal. And if you're using your time without thinking of the consequences, you're setting yourself up for trouble. Think about it. If you always put work before your personal life, you are not just sacrificing relationships, but your own happiness too. And if you're wasting time on things that don't match up with your values or your goals, again, you're putting yourself to a huge big disservice and you're most likely anxious as a result. So let's get smart about it and use our time wisely. 
Don't let that clock tick away without making the most of it and really thinking about the consequences of how you're using your time. Misconception number two, that time is intangible. Forget what you've been told. Time is not intangible. Sure, you can't hold it in your hands, but that doesn't make it any less valuable. And on this earthly plane, time is always moving forward. And we can't control that or reverse that. But that doesn't mean it can't be measured or treasured. The truth is, time is a precious resource that we should acknowledge and really appreciate it. It's not about how much time we have, but how we choose to spend it. Let's make every second count. Think about how you might be letting seconds, times, minutes, hours slip through your fingers. Misconception of time number three. More time equals more productivity. Time's a tricky beast, isn't it? Here's a big one. More time does not mean more productivity or time off. Sure, you can get more stuff done if you've got more time, but it's not the be-all and end-all. You see, there are a few other factors that play into how much time we use to get things done. Your skills, your motivation, your focus, just to name a few. For instance, if you're a boss at what you do and you've got the drive to match that boss mode, you might be able to knock things out in record time with some serious quality. Why someone who is less skilled or less pumped up might take way longer with a crappier end result. So there you have it. More time does not equal more productivity. And there's also such a thing as too much time. Say what? Too much time? (laughs) When a person has too much time in their hands, they may become less motivated or focused and they may even procrastinate. They lose focus on the things that are important to them. It's more important to strike a balance and use time wisely than to simply try to complete more tasks in less time. It is not how much time you have, truly, but how you use it. And people who use their time efficiently can be just as productive in less time. But most people I know, they fill up their time with more have-to-dos and need-to-dos. So the more time you have, I promise you, if you are an optimizer, you're going to fill it up with something but sometimes you need less time to do things, not more. Misconception of time number four. Time management is about doing more. Listen up. Time management is not about completing tasks. It's so much more. The magic lies in finding the perfect balance between your personal, professional, and recreational pursuits. And trust me, I know what I'm talking about. As a time management pro, I've learned that giving yourself enough time to rest, refuel, reflect, meditate, and recover is pivotal because overworking yourself is a recipe for disaster. I see it over and over and over, and I saw it in myself for many years. Don't believe me? I know it for a fact that leads to burnout, decreased productivity, and an overall loss and happiness and well-being. <laughs> Fellow optimizers, as a doctor, I see naked bodies all day long, folks. I see what trying to be overproductive and stressed out and not doing self-care practices 
does to you. Heart attacks, insomnia, ulcers, rapid aging, depression, anxiety, high blood pressure. I could go on and on and on. And the impact of the immune system is phenomenal. Y'all can't hide it from me or for yourselves if you're being honest. So take my advice and schedule some downtime into your daily routine or do something what I call UST time, unstructured time, UST. These are time blocks that you give yourself just blankness. Tell yourself, I'm going to do what I want to do, how I want to do it with the most pleasure. And you know what's really interesting about that UST time, whether it's 20 minutes, an hour, two hours, we oftentimes do the things we really want to do and move the most important priorities forward. But whether it's binge watching your favorite show or practicing yoga, just make sure you take time for activities that bring you joy and relaxation. And remember, a little bit of playtime goes a long way in achieving success. Misconception number five, to be productive, you must do everything yourself. Listen up, folks. I know we all like to think that we are the masters of everything we do in our craft and that we could do it all. But let me tell you something, that is not the case. Sure, it feels good to do everything on our own and to revel in our little glory of accomplishments, but sometimes it's just our ego and it's just getting the best of us. And if we refuse to delegate tasks or trust others to get things done, we're going to tap ourselves out. And the truth is, trying to do everything can actually do more harm to you than good. It wears you down and it stunts your productivity. And aren't we really optimizers here? So you, hey, you, you want to save time and get more done? Delegate those tasks, folks. Not only can you focus on what's really important for your creativity and priorities, but you'll let others shine in their own areas of expertise. Plus, let's get real. They might even do a better job at the tasks than we could do anyway. So take a step back, share the load. Trust me, it's worth it in the long run. Plus, you might just find out there's even more fun work to do as a team and collaborate towards a common goal together when you let go of some of those tasks. And oh, did I mention the added bonus of building trust and teamwork? Yeah, delegating can bring a squad together and help everybody develop their skills. So go on, give up a task and watch the magic happen for the entire team or family. Misconception number six, controlling your calendar is impossible if you aren't the boss. Many people believe if they're not the boss, they will be unable to control their calendar due to limited decision-making power. And let's face it, when somebody is over you, that does kind of potentially seem like a problem. They may have less decision-making power and may not be able to control when meetings are scheduled and tasks are assigned. While controlling your calendar may be more challenging if you're not the boss, it is still possible to manage your time effectively. And a few strategies you might try are one, make your availability known. Just inform your boss, your coworkers of your availability, as well as the tasks and commitments that you already have. When people don't know what your commitments are, they will fill your gaps. So it's up to you to let them know that your gaps are already filled. This can help avoid scheduling unnecessary meetings or tasks at unexpected times. Next, establish boundaries. 
setting boundaries with your boss and coworkers on tasks and commitments that you can accept. This can help you avoid overloading and ensure that you have enough time to complete your work. I learned the acronym FOG, F-O-G. When you're asked to do a task or a project or an event, ask yourself before you agree to commit, am I saying yes out of F, fear, O, obligation, or G, guilt? Am I saying yes out of fear, obligation, or guilt? So take some moments to ponder if you're feeling resentful about the obligation you just committed to because you've been saying yes out of fear, obligation, or guilt. And if that is true, you might want to use the sentence back to the person when they ask you before you commit, I would like to, but no, I can't. I'm already committed. I wish I could, but I can't. I'm already busy. It's important. You might be busy just doing your daily jog or your yoga routine, but it's still a commitment to yourself. Next is to prioritize tasks. Start with the most important ones and try to delegate or postpone the less important ones if possible. Next, use time management tools. Folks, I know they work, but you got to find one that works for you. And what works for your next door neighbor or your next cubby person or your fellow doctor isn't the same one that's going to work for you. Whether it's to-do lists, calendars, time tracking software, just for a few, these tools and techniques can help you organize and better manage your time. I love the full focus system, and I will put the link in the notes below where you can learn more about that. It has changed my ADHD life. Next is to ask for help. There is no shame in asking for help, folks. Put your hand out there. When the pupil is ready, the teacher will appear. It's so freaking true. Put your hand out. Ask for help. And if you're really having trouble managing your time, consider seeking support from your coworkers, your managers, or their bosses. Everybody's got resources. What works for them might work for you. And they might be able to provide resources and tips to help you manage your time more effectively. Misconception number seven. It's good to be constantly busy. Hey there, time management warriors. It is not just about getting tasks done. It's about living your best life. Some of us keep our schedules packed tighter than a sardine to avoid wasting a second while others do it to keep up with the Kardashians. Hashtag FOMO. But here's the thing. Constant busyness can be a trap. So many of us feel that our self-esteem is directly connected to how much we get done. And as a result, we're always in a frenzy to prove to ourselves and others that we are worthy of recognition. Society tells us that being busy is good, but it's not that cut and dry. Overworking ourselves can lead to serious cases of burnout and, fellow optimizers, decrease productivity. And let's be real, focusing on the task when you're running on fumes is like trying to run a race without proper shoes. It just doesn't work. So take a breather. Schedule some breaks. UST time, unstructured time, and downtime to recharge your batteries. Trust me, it's worth it in the end. After all, what's the point of life if you don't live it, right? And misconception of time number eight. Time management is a one-time fix. I am sure we've all come across various killer formulas for productivity. Online, there seem so many magic potions that we're all just missing. Ooh, bright shiny object here. Let's try this one. Let's try this one. 
However, let's not be fooled. These suggestions may work once in a blue moon, but there's no surefire way to keep productivity on an upswing. Developing a good time management habits that work for you, such as putting things in the order of importance, making a plan and sticking to it. Well, it takes patience, effort, and time, but it's so worth it. It's like working out. You're not going to hit the gym once and expect to have muscles bulging overnight. You're going to need a system. And once I found a system, holy shimoli, it was ridiculous how much better I felt because I get everything out of my brain and into a system. I didn't have to keep all that crap inside anymore. I knew it was going to get done because I scheduled it for Thursday at 1 p.m. No longer taking that mental real estate. One needs to maintain consistency to make progress, which is critical for success. I know that. It's really important to review and adjust your time management strategies regularly too, because what worked for you last month may not be the ideal now, but what you can do is take the little snippets of things that worked for you, because there's so many factors that play. Whether you're a morning person, an evening person, have a full lunch, have time, work second shift, third shift, first shift. Come on. The full focus system that I use really helped me stay focused on a daily basis, tackling the key important things in my life. So here's some final thoughts on this podcast. I'm here to help you bust through those pesky myths and misconceptions that prevent you from making the most out of your precious time. Let's be real, folks. Thinking you can channel your inner Beyonce and conquering the world in 24 hours is nothing but a pipe dream. Our unrealistic expectations and perspectives on time are the root of the problem, leading us to have inefficient time management and poor productivity moments. But don't fret. By understanding these time management myths in today's episode and tackling them head on, you can unlock the secret to effective time management and reach new levels of success. Together, We'll change the way you look at time and help you harness its power to achieve your goals. Get ready to be a time management superstar. There are ways to get more done in less time so that you can feel like you've taken action towards your important goals and still rest well when your head hits the pillow. That is why I created the Time Waster Distractions Worksheet. It's a free download. See the show notes below to help you get really clear on the things that are sucking your time away and keeping you from the things that you really enjoy and have a priority for. Follow the link below to access your free PDF worksheet so that you too can understand your priorities and eliminate your time suckers. This is Dr. Julia Boland. Thank you so much for listening to episode number 15 on mindset, medicine, time myths, and misperceptions. I look forward to seeing you in the future and helping you find other ways to help mindset, help you move forward, eliminate distractions, get more done in less time. Until we see each other next, be happy, be healthy, and be fulfilled. Thank you for listening to Mindset Medicine with your host, Dr. Julia Bolin. To learn more about Mindset Medicine, go to www.juliabolinmd.com. And connect with Dr. Julia to find out how our team can help you today. Join us again next week for more expert tips, tools, and strategies to become healthier, wealthier, and wiser in your personal and professional life.